0: Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM, available to stream now at ClassicalWETA.org or on the Classical WETA app.
1: She took me in the parlor and said, won't you be me, Bo? Hurrah, girls, let me go, oh, do let me go, me go.
2: Can accept it or be stupid and be a skeptic. Unconceivable, unbelievable, (laughs) unidentified flying object.
1: I want to believe.
0: Welcome to the season finale of the I want to believe podcast. I'm No More Slavik. I'm Kyle Sawyer. What lurks on the shores and structures of Wood Island? We'll let you know. But first, a quick reminder for the last time that all of our I Want to Believe social media and email are in the show notes. Also, you can watch my documentary Otherworldly and More on Amazon Prime right now if you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it a whole lot, I would really appreciate a five-star rate and review. If you provide a five-star rate and review, it then gets recommended to other viewers, so any help is certainly appreciated. Also, DVDs are available. Check the show notes for links. Kyle.
2: Hey. (laughs) yes,
1: Let's talk about The Haunting of wood island lighthouse all right i'm gonna give you a little background on the lighthouse first all right sir now wood island light is an active lighthouse on the eastern edge of wood island in saco bay on the southern coast of maine hey that's our hometown
0: that's our our home state
1: state. (laughs) (laughs) two minutes in The light is just outside the entrance to Biddeford Pool and the end of the Saco River. The lighthouse was built in 1807 and is a 47 foot white tower of granite rubble. The light itself sits 71 feet above high water. Its automated beacon alternates between green and white every 10 seconds. Wood Island Light is Maine's second oldest lighthouse, after Torland's Headlight, and the nation's 11th oldest. Wow, I didn't know it was that old. Yeah, man, it's been around for a long time. Also, it was added to the National Register of Historic Places as Wood Island Light Station on January 21st, 1988. As it stands right now, the United States Coast Guard maintains the active beacon of the lighthouse, while the Friends of Wood Island Light, a nonprofit organization, has assisted the Coast Guard by maintaining and restoring parts of the lighthouse and keepers' dwellings, which they now own. Nice, buddy. Thanks for all that.
0: Okay, let's start getting into the legend behind the haunting. There's a lot of information about the haunting online. We will be referencing the Night Sky website and the Wood Island Lighthouse's own website. Night Sky wrote Keeper Thomas Orchid was stationed at Wood Island Lighthouse at the time when Frederick Milliken was a lobster fisherman and a part time sheriff at Bitterford Pool near Bitterford, Maine. He lived on Wood Island with his wife and three children and was a rather large, peaceful man in his thirties, known as the town's gentle giant. Two men who were drifters and part-time fishermen, Howard Hobbs and William Moses, persuaded Milliken to rent his chicken coop shack for them to stay for a brief period. Both men had quite a drinking problem, and over the next few months had not paid their rent to
1: Milliken. Not paying rent is never a good way to start a relationship
0: with <laughs> Yeah, man. And as you and I both know, even when you do pay rent, sometimes issues occur.
1: Very true. I'm glad everything worked out for us. <laughs> so, just so everyone knows, the rent was paid. It was just to the incorrect address. <laughs> Why are we telling them that? <laughs> We're sharing our oh, lives! Don't like one summer day in June of 1896, Hobbes and Moses returned to the island from a session of heavy drinking on the mainland. Milliken found his neighbors wandering drunk on the island and told them to meet him at his house to discuss the issue about the overdue rent. Hobbs
0: and Moses, isn't isn't that the newest?
1: <laughs> Fast and the Furious? Yeah. No, that's Hobbes and Shaw. Oh, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> <Gotcha>. Okay. <laughs> But
0: regardless, that doesn't sound like the best decision.
1: No, but it is the decision that Millikan made. So, both men came to his house with Hobbs carrying a rifle in his arms and started arguing with Millikan, presumably about the overdue rent. Milliken tried to persuade Hobbs to hand over the weapon, but Hobbs claimed that his gun was not loaded as he waved it around. As Milliken reached to take it away, the gun fired and shot Milliken in the abdomen. Milliken's wife, who was nearby, witnessed the event in horror along with Hobbs' friend Moses. As the two carried Milliken to his house, Hobbs followed apologizing, still holding the gun in his arms.
0: In a drunken daze, Hobbs ran off to the nearby Keeper's dwelling at Wood Island Lighthouse to get help from Keeper Orkut, still carrying the rifle. The wound proved fatal and Milliken died less than an hour later. Keeper Thomas Orkut then advised Hobbs to give himself up to the authorities. Hobbs instead announced that he had one bullet left, which he intended to use on himself, and ran off to his shack and shot himself in the head. This is where legend turns to haunting. Since the incident, many strange events have been reported over the years at Wood Island. Many believe both the ghost of Hobbs. And Shaw, Not just kidding, many believe the ghosts of Hobbs and Milliken haunt Wood Island Lighthouse. Moans are heard coming from the Chicken Coop Shack, locked doors have been mysteriously opened at the lighthouse, and dark shadows have been observed near the lighthouse walkway and at the top of the tower. Also, strange voices have been
1: heard about the property and there have been sightings of a woman believed to be Milliken's wife. The Friends of Wood Island Lighthouse had a paranormal investigation team called the New England Ghost Project from Drackett, Massachusetts come out to the property in 2005. The Lighthouse's website wrote, it was at this investigation that contact was made by medium Maureen Wood in what is referred to as an intelligent haunting. The first investigation of the night took place on top of the tower. It is reported that a spirit made contact with Maureen Wood, while another investigator named Ron carefully watched out for her as he simultaneously tracked the temperature of the lantern room where they were located. New England Ghost Project states that when a spirit enters a live person to communicate, it takes a large amount of energy, causing the temperature of the surrounding area to drop dramatically. The temperature did plummet during the time the medium said, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to do it. The spirit seemed to be sorry about something that had happened. As Maureen became exhausted and very cold, Ron warned the spirit off, indicating that they were finished. On the way down the stairs, Wood again encountered a ghost, this time it was a female who was sobbing and crying.
0: After the tower investigation, Ron and another investigator took equipment to the attic of the house to see what was there. They saw bright green lights drifting in the darkness and then asked Wood to come up to see if they could make contact. Nothing of note occurred during this time so the team decided to check out the wooden boardwalk area. The boardwalk connects the lighthouse with the boathouse. The medium, Wood, described black shadows crossing in front of her, swooping down. She experienced a spirit trying to get her attention, trying to enter her body in order to make contact. The third time that she experienced this feeling, she was hit and dropped to the ground and began crawling as if she were severely injured and was trying to get away from something. For Wood's safety, Ron called the communications off and warned
1: the spirits away. The team stated that the most successful investigation of the night took place in the basement of the house. It was reported that Wood made contact with a male spirit who again expressed remorse. Then a female spirit made itself known via the medium. This time, the infrared camera picked up an image. When the photos were later developed, the series showed an initial orb, which then became a human-female form. The image looks much like a glowing mass of light.
0: Despite the claims of the picture, I scoured the internet, including the New England Ghost Project's website and could not find the image, dude. Since the Lighthouse's website claims it exists, I will believe that it does. Just sucks
1: that we can't see it. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. So after the investigation, an event was held at the Lighthouse for a team to give a lecture on what they experienced and to share their evidence. So what do you think about the haunting of the Wood Island Lighthouse? Are you a believer uh,
0: I think it's possible this definitely reads and has tropes of you know typical hauntings especially typical lighthouse hauntings without the origin story piece of it you know like I'm mm-hmm. not always hearing about like murders taking place and then it becomes haunted you kind of just hear about you know a woman in white or you know something like that and it kind of read like that right but I do like the legend uh that sparked the haunting i think that at the very least gives this a a genuine feel to it and it actually makes the story a little bit more fascinating you know that that's my thought now the investigation piece it seems like all of it i guess despite this quote picture that i can't seem to find all of it was really induced by this medium You know Mm -hmm. claiming this is happening and that's happening and i'm not always a believer in psychics and mediums but i do believe there are or there may be some genuine ones out there Uh, so i don't know what to make of wood i don't know wood so I, i you know i can't comment on whether she's faking or not it just seemed a bit too convenient that it was really her reporting all these things and then this investigator ron was the one like warning them off because they were affecting her too much but despite that i love the story what do you
1: think yeah, absolutely. It definitely has that kind of New England feel to it. Like it's it's a very New England kind of story. Um, have you ever been down there at all? I have not. No.
0: Yeah, it would be cool to stop by and just you know get a picture of the lighthouse. I mean, yeah. taking pictures of a lighthouse, they are like always beautiful. Like it's kind of like uh, uh, on how I met your mother. Anytime they try to take a picture of Barney, it's always a perfect picture. You know, <laughs> I mean, lighthouses are kind of same the same way because they're always so photogenic. But. Sure anyways this is the season finale of season three of the i want to believe podcast are we going to do a season four who the hell knows we never know when a season ends if we're going to do another season i think all we do know is that kyle and i will keep enjoying these you know paranormal and extraterrestrial type stories we love reading about them so at the very least on a personal level we never stop checking out these
1: stories very what you,
0: true what you, yeah anything else you want to add
1: Well, I just want to thank anybody that's, uh, that's come through and listened to us so far and, and, uh, hopefully we'll, maybe we'll have some more for you in the future. That sort of thing. Yeah,
0: and you know, if it turns out that we don't, uh, we have a bunch of other episodes that you can check out. And you can actually check out some of Kyle's work in my latest documentary. He's the narrator of it and does an amazing job. So that's that's been exciting for both of us. And uh, other than that, thanks so much for season three. Hopefully we'll talk to you again. But if not, just know that we
1: love you. Yeah, absolutely. Keep an eye out for anything weird. Yeah, and as we always say... We'll see you on the next one. That's not what we say. What do we say? Until
0: next time. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's good. All right. So, like we always say.
1: I forgot it week. <laughs> until next time.
0: <laughs> you set me up. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. So as we always say. Until next time. Until next time.
2: Angel, alien, know what I'm saying Yeah, all rhyme, motherfuckers, I'ma say my shit Don't get it twisted, jazz, cause I got hit Angel, an alien, angel, an alien I don't know what I was thinking when we named our dog Kitty. And this sweetie's become a true family member. So when
0: we vacation, she comes too. That's why we love Red Roof. Not only are they pet friendly, you also get a great price on clean, comfortable rooms so you wake up rested and ready to hit the road again. And this summer, when we rest and repeat at Red Roof, staying two separate times can earn us a free night. Isn't that right, Kitty? (coughs) Book at redroof.com.